I, I'm an inventor. You're not an inventor. I have a million ideas for things. But that doesn't mean you're an I inventor. Just I, I just don't know how to implement it. You're an idea man. I'm an, I'm idea, look, I'm an idea man who comes up with inventions. Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's My Idea. I'm Brian 2. I'm Brian 1. Feels good. Still feels good. I can't wait to take it back from you. But we're very lucky today, aren't we, Brian? So I'm excited. I haven't seen her in quite a while. That's right. One of our favorite guests, the most frequent guest on the podcast. What is this year? Third visit? Fourth? Uh, I think fourth, yes. Your fourth visit. You are pr- a prolific writer because she's back to promote her new book, Riding the Coattails, the history of the jacket revolution from 1964 to 1964. Noah Rosen, welcome back, Noah. Congrats on the new book. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. And we brought her on the show today because, Brian, what do you got for me today? Here's my idea. It all started on my trip to Portland with some friends. And it was, I believe it was around like Black Friday or something where there was a lot of sales. And I was trying to get a new winter jacket. And I wanted to know how warm the jacket actually was. Mm-hmm. So I asked the, the salesman being like, hey, can I just go outside real quick? It's really cold outside and try out the jacket. And he goes, uh, what? I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, you know, I just want to go outside and see how, how warm it feels. He goes, I'm like, I'm like, you could keep my wallet and my, my jacket for now as, as collateral and I'll, I'll come back. And he goes, well, just stand right there and I'll just, I'll just watch you. And I'm like, okay. So I got outside and I got to see how warm the jacket was. It was it's a very warm jacket. It's my favorite jacket now. And I just think that winter stores should have either a dedicated room that would be a cold room, like an indoor freezer, or like, dedicated patio space where you can try out their jackets outside or in in the cold room. So first of all, great use of the word collateral. Really well done. I don't know if you have a word of the day calendar over there or what you're working with, but that's quality stuff. Second of all, I love this idea. This might be your finest work yet. Dr. Rosen, what do you think? I think it's brilliant. And I think it's brilliant because from my book, The Jacket Boom, um, that was not the name Most of your book. Jack- <laughs> Brian, Brian, play the music. We gotcha. Anyway, the most winter coats are purchased not in the winter, but typically late summer through fall. That's when they're on sale. And it's not particularly cold at that time. You can't just step outside and feel it. So I definitely think a cold room is a great idea for selling coats. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing for winter hats or gloves also. You're telling me that winter gloves are most commonly sold in August? There's more winter gloves bought in August than January? I think he means about I think like, testing them out. Got yeah. it. Fair enough. But I didn't choose it. <laughs> he just told me the jackets are being bought in August. I don't know what he's using the word collateral. I don't know what's going on. When, when do you typically buy your winter coat? After the first snow of the year when it's cold or... You know winter's coming. It's, it happens every year. I have bought, I typically buy my winter coat in February of 2014. And then that's the one time I bought a winter coat. You waited until February to buy the jacket. You, what did you do before then? Just freeze? I was piecemealing yeah. it together. I'd go, I'd go layers. I like a hoodie. I like uh, Patagonia, a little fleece. And then Snowpocalypse changed that, or? Yeah, I forget exactly what it was. My birthday, it might have been a birthday present um, that finally got me wearing a jacket. But yeah, I mean, I bought one jacket in my life. I was not part of the jacket boom that you speak of. 
Um, but Brian, I, I will say I love this idea because I think in general, whenever you're buying an article of clothing, you need to be able to try it out in the proper setting, right? Any good running store lets you try on the sneakers, take them for a run around the block. So you can see what it's like to run in, in those sneakers. Why hasn't the jacket industry caught up? Yeah, I mean, this could even be good for skiing if you had a dedicated cold room where you could have fans blowing in your face to see what wind resistance would feel like also. They could have at a skiing place, they could have a, chair, a cold chair left you'd have to sit on, right? Because there's no cold like chair lifts cold. That's fair. You know, I one time fell off a ski lift. Tell me more. I was, had to be like 12, maybe. I was in like early middle school. I was on a ski trip with my, uh, with my friend and I was going up the ski lift with his dad and it wasn't high up where it was like anything big. It was like pretty like close to right in the beginning. And he's talking to me, he looks away, he turns back. He's like, Brian, Brian, where'd you go? That's the story from your friend's perspective. Now I would like to hear from your perspective. I I've was, sat on, I've been on many chairlifts in my day and it's typically a very easy experience because all you do is sit there. From my understanding, the bottom of my ski, like hit the hit something on the floor or something, and like I fell off. How high in the air were you? Again, I said I wasn't that high up. Did you? Uh, isn't there a bar? No, there's no bar. There's no bar. Is there no. no bar? There's sometimes a bar. Sometimes a bar, but a... there wasn't a bar in this. No. In our st- in our store, there's going to be a bar. Of course, safety first. That's right. I mean, the question I guess for this cold room though is, what do you do in the summer when you don't need this dedicated cold room? So they'll use it to sell jackets, but why not? Jackets are year round. First of all, here's all we do, right? This is, I feel like an easy solution. All we need to do is there's just a refrigerator. It's all you're talking about. So we'll just have, we'll just have water, just have a walk-in refrigerator. We'll also sell water Gatorade because we're a, you know, kind of a sporty store That's and you can fair. just have people walk into the fridge if they want to try out the jacket in, in cold weather. A walk-in freezer. You can have all your snacks in there. I used to play, I, mean, I, I didn't used to play, I used to work at, um, as an employee at St. John's Soup Kitchen in Newark, New Jersey, and we would play the freezer game where you'd go in the freezer, you'd see who could last in the freezer longer, who could stand there. And a giant Sounds freezer. like your elevator game all over again. <laughs> I, like, I like a good game where you're standing in place for a long period of time. It sounds like a riveting game. It was. I'm the record holder in both games. 15 minutes in a freezer, you could just stand there. What do you, so do you think we even need the cold room or can you just like stand outside? But I guess you, then you can only do that. In the <laughs> this, this idea developed from one of our finest ideas too. I guess you could just stand outside. Well, I don't think standing outside is a great idea because what percent of people are going to run off with your jacket if you let them out with the jacket? No, like you just made like a dedicated patio area to try out the jacket. But I'm asking like, I guess you can only do this in the winter and global warming who knows like right now it's just like who knows sometimes it's not actually cold outside the jacket industry may be out of business soon by the way are folks in the industry worried about that dr rosen incredibly worried yes (laughs) jackets are have a have a short lifespan going into the future so i like i so i like the fridge i like the patio anyway you gotta let people try it outside i think i think you go with yeah i think you go with the fridge and you have drinks in there too another revenue stream so there would be no wind experience in this walk-in refrigerator. What about rain potentially? If I'm buying a nice raincoat or a raincoat. That's what you need. Hold on, you gotta have a rain room at certain stores where like you just that. someone like just pours a bucket on your head. I mean, it's sometimes you get a raincoat and it 
it's not super water resistant. I would, I would want to test it. Absolutely. That's a bigger problem than the cold than, than the cold room. Yeah, I like this a lot. We need a rain room. Yeah, and, you just, and how does it work? And just someone just, it, maybe like one of those mist fans, or you just have someone pour a bucket of water on your head. I mean, we have shower technology now. I think we could figure out a way to get like a waterfall just to shower technology. Come down, come down, come down. From have you ever heard of a shower, Brian? That's when you stand. That's when you stand in the tub and someone pours a bucket of water on your head. Exactly. Yes. All right. Good. And as we know, you're really great at standing places. So this this one, you might be interested. Yeah, I'll make it a game. The shower games <laughs> take the longest shower. Brian, you seem like you're poised to say something. No, I'm just thinking. I'm, I'm trying to think of like any other situation where like a dedicated room would be useful. So I have a bunch of so I have a bunch of different ideas here, right? So uh-huh. I have a bunch of different uh, jumping off points, if you will. The first is to kind of go with the same idea, right? Maybe this is what we do with the bucket of water, right? When you're buying a bathing suit, you could have a we could have a little tub where you just you just dunk in. See how it feels. See how it feels to be in, be in that bathing suit when it's wet. Although now people are slopping water all, slopping water all over the store. So uh, maybe that's not ideal. But the big thing I'm, I would like to do here, and some stores have done this already, but certain running stores could maybe incorporate a treadmill into the store so that if you do want to try out the shoes, you could try them out in a treadmill if you don't feel like taking them for a spin around the block. And oh, then you could also... Yeah, and I know the Nike store here in Boston has treadmills in the store, so you can do that. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't pass judgment on a lot of things. That's not the guy I am. You got to shop at a local running store. Fleet Feet Montclair, sponsor of this podcast, this very show. This is our first ever sponsor. Fleet Feet Montclair, best running store in the world. Don't buy sneakers from the Nike store. Well, maybe I wouldn't buy sneakers from the Nike store if uh, that store had treadmills in it. That store lets you, you could run, (laughs) you could run, the New York Marathon, just trying those sneakers out and then bring them back. And they'd be like, all right, fair enough. I guess you didn't like them. They're very kind there. Well, I'm just trying to think of like any other possible room. Like maybe we have this out. So some sort of allergy room to know if allergy medicine works. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? What, you get a room, you get a room. <laughs> what are you talking about? Actually, you get a room what are you with a ton of pollen in it. <laughs> if you're allergic to pollen, you can try out some allergy medicine, see if it works. They, uh, this actually exists. It is called an allergist's office. You should uh, maybe see a medical professional about that one. Brian, you're now describing basically human testing for medicine. Just like, yeah, I got some concoction here. Let's see if it cures peanut allergies. Like, wh- why? <laughs> why would you need a room? Why does it need to be a room? Breathe in this pollen. <laughs> Let me know if it works. Yeah, exactly. Snort some of that dust stuff. Let me uh, let me know if you're sneezing. That's where you, we went from jackets to allergy medicine. I'm, can you explain that? Uh, I guess you can't really do. You started this podcast. You started this podcast using the word collateral and pitching one of your best ideas. You're ending it describing some sort of bizarre human testing I, room. I started it off with saying we can edit this out. Terrible ending. Right? Do not edit it no. out. Anyway, the the episode name is the pollen idea. <laughs> Anyway, I guess you can't do this for like a sauna or a hot room because you don't want people sweating in the merchandise. Yeah, I agree that, the, that you probably don't want people sweating in the merchandise. That's probably a bad idea. But maybe if you're confident in your product, why not, people, why not let people really sweat it up in there and then be like, you know, that they're going to take it home anyway, right? And then you put the clothes people have worn in the swan on another rack, half off, sweat it up, sweat it up clothes. Here's my idea that I want to add on, and you can keep that in. That's the name of the show. Uh, 
certified pre-owned clothes. Hmm? We're all as a society, as a society, we accept that it is totally fine to drive around in a used car, right? We also sort of accept that it's okay to wear someone else's hand-me-downs at times, right? In the family, typically, that may happen. It's called a thrift store. Isn't it called Goodwill? I do that, but that is not... I'm a Goodwill man, and I've shopped at Goodwill. I will shop at Goodwill till I drop at Goodwill. But... It is not socially acceptable to shop at Goodwill, but it would be socially acceptable to buy a certified, a certified pre-owned jacket. That's just called a regular thrift store. Yeah, I have to agree with Dr. Have you Rose heard of... Great, but what I'm talking about is rebranding, rebranding instead of being at a thrift store, which sells cheap, tacky old clothes. These are certified pre-owned jackets for a quality price. It's rebranding it. So then someone could bring it back. It's like leasing a car. You wear the jacket for a summer. It's now out of style. You bring it back to the store. You get a discount on your next jacket for doing so. And then the, the person who maybe is a bargain shopper gets to come in. They buy a certified pre-owned jacket, certified pre-owned pair of sneakers at a discount. But isn't that just like eBay? Hot Since hot? when on the show do we just sit here and poo-poo the other person's ideas? Since when do we do that? This is a quality idea. Is it? It's a certified pre-owned jacket. I buy a certified pre-owned jacket. Too. You did the same thing with the pollen. <laughs> You're still mad about the pollen. The pollen stinks. The pollen idea, the pollen idea stinks. The pollen idea stinks. Don't try to wrap the certified pre-owned jacket industry in with this ridiculous pollen room you want to set up. It's insane. The certified pre-owned clothing business would be big. I'm telling you, that's the idea. That's the banner idea from this episode. Your winter room was an excellent idea. Certified pre-owned jackets are the... This is our worst episode. What is going on with the two of you? I'm fine. Is everyone okay? I think this is a good idea. I think this is a good episode. I think we started in a good place. I think you started talking about a pollen room and you got a little shook and quiet over there. And now you're trying to say the whole episode's bad. It started good. It's good now. I think it started good. And then I think the train went off the tracks and then went off the side of a cliff. And onto the patio outside where people are trying on jackets. Do you want to start again? Great. Here, let's start the episode again. Let's start the episode again. Ready? You are funny. You are loved. (laughs) Um, More importantly, next All right, so here's my idea. Here's what I got for you today. You know when you buy a jacket, it's really expensive. Well, what if you buy a jacket for less money? Here's how we can make that happen, right? It's called certified pre-owned jackets. Basically, what happens is you wear a jacket for one season, right? I'm in New York City. People like to be fashionable. You buy whatever jacket's in style. I've never done that. I have one jacket. I got it for my birthday seven years ago. Now, at the end of the season, at the end of the season, you bring back the jacket to the store. You get a discount on your next jacket purchase that's now, for whatever's now in style. And then someone else can, can shop at a discount and wear last season's items. If you want to, the Instagram post for this can be a jacket I'd forgotten about that I got for Christmas two years ago, which is ridiculous and makes me look like one of the knights who say knee that I would be happy to go get from the other room. I would love to get a photo of you in a funny jacket. What do you think of the, you're, you're, so are you, you're out on the certified pre-owned jackets? Yeah, that, I, think, that exists. I think it just exists That's enough just to thing. this point where we don't need to invent something. You should just, you should be happy that with, with what we have. I understand that, but you're telling me that you are you what you're telling me. There's no stigma at all. If you say, "Hey, that's where'd you get that?" Oh, I got it at Goodwill. 
I think there's judgment specifically for Goodwill since Goodwill is intended to have lower prices and is for Goodwill. It is a charity, but there are lots of thrift stores all over the country that are not considered charities. So then what's the point of a thrift store if it's not to sell clothes at lower prices? It's not, I mean, it could be, they'll sell older jackets that are designer. You can resell designer clothing. You can resell, right? I mean, it's not about it being cheap. It's about it being in good condition and finding a new home. Yeah, I take them to the garment district. Yeah, have you never been to like a thrift store? I've been in many thrift stores. I've shopped at thrift stores. I like a thrift store, but this is what I'm describing as a different thing. But you're not. <laughs> you know what thrift stores have? Winter jackets. You know what you need at a store with winter jackets? A place to go in there to try them out. Like a cold so, Brian. Now, here's an idea. So, I'm describing, I guess, a more organized system that a store could have. An REI, an L.L. Bean, um, Arcturix or whatever. Some place that's selling winter jackets could A lot of places do have a program where you can return the clothing and, you know, for credit. But then are they you can, like, selling bring the jackets like, bring your jeans. jackets? I mean, Brian, have you thought about, like, I mean, at that point, when you're thinking about buying and you resell it, have you thought about, like, the Parks and Rec, like, rent-a-swag, where you could just rent your clothing? That also <laughs> That's similar to what I'm describing. Yeah, and that was a good idea then. It's a good idea now. Stand by. That exists. Rent the runway. It's a yeah, I'm describing, can... Yes. Yes, you're describing Rent the Runway, which once again exists, and it's not certified pre-owned clothing. It's Rent the Runway is for one-time purchases. This is a seasonal business I've just created. The disrespect towards the certified jacket, <laughs> certified pre-owned jacket business that's being shown in this show right now is insane. I'm going to start another podcast with Brian 3 called Here's My Better Idea, and it's going to be all fucking jacket ideas. I swear to God. Here's my jacket idea. Yeah. I would listen to that. I think that's a great spinoff show for your network. More importantly, oh, what is the good, name of your network? Here's a good podcast logo for that. Uh, you can have like the light bulb as the head and he's wearing like, a jacket. <laughs> that's an idea. Now we're talking. You guys want to see the silly jacket I was referencing? More than anything. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll be right back. One eternity later. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find the jacket. I, I don't know where, I, and I gotta be honest, now, now, I, now I, I can't find any of my jackets. I don't know where they are. I don't know where, they, where they've uh, run off to. So I can tell you what, I, you know what, you know what I need to buy. Certified pre-owned jacket ton. I need to buy a certified pre-owned jacket. Yeah, seriously, you're gonna, you're gonna have to buy a second jacket. All right, do you want to summarize? All right, I'll summarize it here for us. So we started with a, what I feel like is a solid idea of a way to try out winter jackets, whether it's a dedicated place outside or a cold room. I liked Dr. Rosen's idea about um, uh, a rain room, so you can try out rain jackets as well. And then we got off the rails. We talked about pollen for a little bit. We talked about uh, certified, certified, we talked about certified pre-owned jackets. It's my best idea. Brian, two's best idea. So here's what we need in all seriousness. I need the Bry guys and I need them more than ever because they need to post on post in the Instagram text, email, put it on your websites, whatever you use. We need some support for the certified pre-owned jacket business. It's a great idea. And the disrespect it is seen on this podcast today is absurd. You know how much I love the Bry guys, but if you're 
if you're banking on all of them <laughs> commenting on an Instagram post, I got the, the broad guys thus far, the broad guys have been a silent majority. That's for sure. They, they mostly just text us individually instead of posting on Instagram. But this time, take it to the streets, Brad guys. We need you out there fighting for the certified pre-owned jacket business. If there was ever a time to revolt and gather together, this would be the time. I agree. Um, so where can, they, where can the Brad guys post this? Where can they send it? Uh, here's my idea podcast. That's right. Give us a follow. Send it around. Where can they find us on Snapchat? Bellberg10. You know it. Please listen, re-listen, send it to your friends. I love being the best double-digit podcast on the internet, but I'd love to be the worst triple-digit podcast if I had the choice. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's right. Love the, love the hustle from Dr. Rosen, trying to get the word out there. Dr. Rosen, thank you so much for joining us. Go get her book, Riding the Coattails, the story of the jacket revolution from 1964 to 1964. Brian, I'll see you next week. <laughs> I'll see ya. Brian. Let